Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. No. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh, Great blue yep. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' tell you? Nope. We gon' expose them. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin?
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard it's to choose. Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, salam, 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 good morning. Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHBK Presents Bible Talk. My name is Mishab. I'm your host uh, today. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, remember, ISBHBK Bible Talk podcast. We do a podcast every uh, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to uh, you know, about 12 noon, sometimes 1230. We, we go a little bit past that. Every Monday through Thursday, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time or like basically Texas time um, till about um, – let me see here. I'm getting some text in. Forgive me, brothers and sisters. All right. As I was saying, um, uh, you can reach our, our podcast live every Monday through Thursday, uh, starting at 10 a.m. to about noon, uh, by calling in to area code 646-668-2568. By calling in Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to about noon, um, Simple standard time at area code 646-668-2568. Uh, and then we come back and also have a Friday night class um, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Generally, uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Again, you can call in and listen live at area code 646-668-2568. You can also catch the, catch the show live through your web browser, either on your phone, your tablet, uh, desktop, or laptop. Uh, by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com. When you pull the website up, um, go to the search box and type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. And when, when, when you do that, our episode page will come up, and the very top show, it will say live on air, on air now or live now. Uh, you click the button, and you'll be able to listen to our shows. But we're broadcasting live, again, Monday through Thursday from 10 – a.m. to about noon, or Fridays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. If you miss any of our shows, you don't catch, you don't catch a live show, don't worry, you, have, you haven't missed out. If you go back to um, www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, that will bring you to our episode page. And starting from our latest show, our newest show that, we, that we've done, Going all the way back to our very first shows back uh, February 28, 2010, there's a library of archive shows that we've done that are all there. It's almost, it's, um, almost 1,300 shows that we've done, uh, 1,300 classes that we've done. That's all right there at your, at your fingertips that you can access. Or if it's more convenient for you, you can uh, look up ISBHBK Bible Talk on uh, iHeartRadio Podcast, um, Apple iTunes Podcast, um, Google Podcast and Podcast Attic, where it keeps um, a library of our latest 300 shows that we've done, and that's a little bit more convenient for you. So you, you always have access to us um, uh, through those means, or to be able to call in, uh, again, at 646-668-2568. Uh, 
2568. Uh, being a part of the ISBHBK network of schools, we do have schools across America, and our school here in San Antonio, where I happen to be broadcasting from today, our school here in San Antonio is located at 4444 Walsam, suite number 201, uh, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, and if you'd like to check our, our classes online live uh, here in San Antonio, uh, it's also called the, the Sport of Truth. Uh, you can go to ISBHBK uh, San Antonio on YouTube every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. Again, Central Standard Time. If you'd like to watch our shows and check out our shows um, here from our San Antonio school, they're on YouTube. If you'd like to help support and keep the, the school here in San Antonio going, we ask that you visit um, Rolling Gold Mall and check out the kiosk located on the first floor uh, of the mall in between the Great American Cook Company and the elevators right in front of Shoe Palace. We have a kiosk established there that selling uh, called Eastern Fragrances, where if you enter any type of colognes, perfumes, um, uh, or, or smell goods, check out Eastern Fragrances. Uh, the brothers there take care of you. Um, they can design a custom fragrance for you, or you can get some of the latest in, in your colognes, from Pre to Hollister to um, uh, your chromes, your Dolce & Gabbana's. Check them out. It's the pure oils, um, uh, uncut, pure, uh, no water, no alcohol, no, no extra additives. It's the pure oil. And this business uh, we, we've been doing for the past 20 years to help keep the school going. So go check out Eastern Oils. I think comes to design a fragrance for you, or you can get, uh, again, your latest uh, cologne, perfume oil, cologne oils or perfume oils. They're Eastern Fragrances. Another business that's here to help support the school in San Antonio is a moving company. Any moving needs you might need or might have from, from if you have an office, an apartment, a house, um, a storage, if you, uh, a garage. If you have any moving needs you need done, check out Undermark Moving, and they also have a, 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 an office space at Rolling Oaks Mall on the n north end of the mall in the Dillard's uh, area, uh, upstairs called Undermark Moving, where you can make an appointment and, and set up a, a, a get, get a, uh, how much, uh, what you have to move, how much you need to move, and they, the prices are amazing, and the moves are top quality. Licensed, insured, and bonded. They can help take care of you. And remember, proceeds from Easter Fragrances and Automart Moving go to help keep our school open here in San Antonio. If they can make any other donations uh, to help our school here in San Antonio, if it's computers, desktop, laptops, um, if it's uh, printers, printer ink, uh, copy paper, uh, any school supplies, Bibles, apocryphals, encyclopedias, dictionaries, uh, we ask you please get in touch with Priest of Warner Iron at area code 210-862-2643. Or Priest Champs 1, area code 505-387-9609 for our school here in San Antonio. For our schools in um, it was the ISBHBK network of schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, we ask that you please log on to isbhpk.com. That's isbhpk.com, where you'll find access um, uh, to uh, our enterprises, one called uh, Custom Creations another called Sweet Ambiance, another called Israelware. With Custom Creations, uh, the customized uh, home decor um, uh, 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 products as well as customized jewelry uh, can be, uh, can be uh, uh, you can get, get it there at uh, Custom Creations. Um, uh, again, uh, any smell goods for, for men, women, children, for the house, uh, skincare products, uh, custom handmade soaps, custom handmade uh, candles, Custom handmade beard oils and, and, and body oils, 
custom handmade incense, uh, uh, custom uh, handmade uh, uh, body lotions. Check out Sweet Ambiance, uh, at, at, again, at the website, isbk.com. And if you have any of your garment needs uh, that you need to take care of, men, women, or children, uh, from your head to your toe, uh, they can definitely take care of you. And you can get a subscription going uh, to any one of the enterprises there uh, on the website to help keep our school rents going and keep uh, things going for our schools in Houston, in Norfolk, and in Rochester. Our school in Houston is located at 231 FM Road 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477. You happen to be in the Houston area. Um, and you can view them live online as well uh, at ISBHBK Houston every Monday and Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, again on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 a.m., and then on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. If you'd like to have leave any donations or any help, please contact Priest Parkers Up at area code 303-557-8979 for our school here in Houston. For our school in Norfolk, Virginia, uh, which is located at 2016 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517, being the address there. And you can view them live also um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Log on to Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge on Facebook Live. All right? Every Tuesday and Thursday, I, uh, Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge on Facebook Live uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that's 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then come back and view class on Fridays, Friday nights, uh, from 7 p.m. to uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at ISBHBK Norfolk. All right? And then on Saturdays, uh, please log in and check out the Sabbath ceremony uh, every Saturday at ISBHBK uh, Norfolk, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And then for our school in Rochester, our school in Rochester is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Uh, you, you can view their classes live online as well by logging on to ISBHBK Rochester every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube starting at 7 p.m. through 9 p.m., and again on Saturday starting at 10 a.m. If you'd like to leave any type of donations to help out our school in, in, in Rochester, please contact Priest Zion. All right, please contact Priest Zion at area code 757-762-3917. All right, um, if you'd like to be in the Albuquerque area, uh, please contact uh, Brother Aisha Reichersa at area code 505-218-4218 um, for, for uh, uh, to get details about when I'd be congregating at there in Albuquerque. Uh, another enterprise that we have here in San Antonio, again, located at Everyone Loves Mall, is EO Pure Therapy. EO Pure Therapy um, uh, specializes in CBD creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. EO Pure Therapy also specializes in uh, custom handmade bath bombs, uh, what's it, the bath salts, Sugar scrubs, uh, salt scrubs, and uh, uh, body oils and fragrances, uh, all skincare needs, uh, all custom made, handmade, right there at the mall, uh, Rolling Oaks Mall, uh, on the first floor of the mall, directly to Agna from the H&M clothing store in the JCPenney wing of the mall. Uh, we ask that you please um, uh, uh, shop with us, uh, uh, spend with us at, at EO Pure Therapy, because EO Pure Therapy helps uh, keep the event center, there. the Eastern Oils Pure Therapy Event Center open, which is located again at Roland Brooks Mall on the far south end of the mall on the second floor in what's the former Sears wing of the mall, 
right in front of the radio control car, radio control race car track there at the mall. Uh, yeah, the event center is open every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. where we do have the Paleo Hebrew class, right? From 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. where we do have the Paleo Hebrew, um, uh, uh, Hebrew class uh, every Sunday starting at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, everybody's welcome to come and join uh, and participate and come and learn the Paleo Hebrew. All right. Um, and if you'd like to help support uh, the ISBCK Bible Talk uh, podcast, we are accepting donations at, on Cash App at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, or on Google Wallet at uh, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, 575, at gmail.com. All right? So that's it for, for our announcements about our school locations and everything. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. And at this time, um, I'd like to offer up these names uh, in prayer. Um, that we should pray for everybody um, uh, everywhere always, um, and that the prayer of the righteous availeth much. And these are some names that, that have been given to me um, that we do want to keep continuing to lift up in prayer, uh, that, again, the prayer of the righteous does avail much. Um, so we ask that the Most High, in the name of his son, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, who we will call Jesus Christ, who we call Yahweh Shai, in the field of Hebrew, please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and the holy angels to watch over, to bless, to heal, to protect, to strengthen, to help, to guide. And please take away all evil, evil people, evil spirits, sicknesses, guile, malice, and temptations. Father, we lift up, we lift up to you, Father, uh, Brother Sahawam and his wife, Barbara Diet. We, we lift up to you, Father, the Brother John Spann. We lift up to you, Father, uh, Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes. We lift up to you, uh, Father, uh, Becky and Darrow. Father, we lift up to you the entire Lovett family. We lift up to you, Father, the entire Coates family. Father, we ask you uh, to, uh, to please uh, receive Kazatia and his family and his wife, Shawashana. We ask you, Father, that you uh, might receive uh, Anagashia. We ask you, Father, that you might uh, uh, receive the brother Stahawan Mayang there in Houston. We ask that you receive, Father, the brother um, uh, Wes Stahawan. Uh, 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 here in San Antonio. We ask you, Father, that you might receive and, and, and uh, watch over the sister Ayana, Ayana Banyamian, Ayana, Ayana Banat Banyamian, the wife of Werner Ayer. We lift up to you, Father, the names of special needs children, uh, Cece, Isaac, and uh, Aliyah. We ask you, Father, continue to, to watch over and be with uh, the brother Tazapah and his family. Uh, we ask you, Father, that, you, that we lift up uh, the brother Kudashkabar. We lift up to you, Father, um, the brother Yenawathan. We lift up to you, Father, also the brother Sham Kodash. We lift up to you, Father, the sister Ruthie Mae Johnson. We lift up to you, Father, the brother uh, Gabar Gad. We also lift up to you, Father, the, the brother Ahmad um, and, and his family. And, Father, we also lift up to you, the sister Kodashaya. We ask you, Father, in, in the name of your son, uh, Jesus Christ, um, who we call Yahweh Shai, that you might always, this to us and watch over them for now and always. By Sunni in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you always. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters. Uh, so that's it for our announcements for today. Uh, again, thank everybody for tuning in. And remember, our um, uh, our 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 show is on Monday through Thursday. Again, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. I can't keep stressing that enough. And on Mondays, uh, you've got my class on on Mondays. 
and then come, please check out Tell Us About Tuesdays. Um, Tell Us About Tuesdays, the brothers dealing with, with current events, that things are happening in, in, in current events in the news, and he kind of covers them through the scriptures and, and matches the prophecies with things that are happening in the news today. And then he comes back with a, a history class that is phenomenal, that in, in, in linking the prophecies and the history um, uh, with topics, he's doing a great job with that. And that's Tell Us About Tuesdays, you know, every Tuesday. Then come back with me on, on Wednesdays as we, uh, as we uh, continue going over the topics uh, that we're covering. And then um, on Thursdays, the Brother Thomas Paul has another class that, he's, that he uh, is doing called FYI, or For Your Information. And that's, that's where Thomas Paul is taking any questions that people might have, and he's covering very thoroughly and, and, and efficiently uh, through the scriptures for any questions people might have called For Your Information. And that's every Thursday, again, starting from 10 a.m., to about 12 noon, uh, 7 to 7 time every Thursday. Then we come back on Friday nights with the Brother Bonabad, with uh, uh, being the Sabbath, uh, known as the Sabbath does start every uh, Friday at sundown. We have Friday night Bible breakdowns with the Brother Bonabad. Uh, so we invite you to, uh, again, check out our, our platforms here at ISBHBK Bible Talk. Uh, it is much appreciated. With that being said, brothers, with all that being said, um, let's go ahead and jump into to, to the, continuing with today's topic. Today's topic um, that we're still covering, I started the series um, to deny Christ. I started the series to deny Christ, and one thing we, that we really like to do is really trying to be thorough in our, uh, making sure that we're letting the Bible do the talking. Right? We, will, we will want to be thorough, as thorough as possible, and that we really want to let the Bible to do all the talking. And with that, just a little um, introduction um, to how we do things. I would like to go real quick uh, to the book of Isaiah, chapter 34, verse 16, right? And that this is pretty much the, the premise or, or the way that we go into all of our classes with this high expectation. So in Isaiah, chapter 34, verse, six, verse 16, it tells us this. It says, To seek ye out of the book of the Lord and to read. No one of these shall fail. None shall want her mate. For my mouth it hath commanded, and his spirit it hath gathered them. So what, some of the instructions that we want to receive from this scripture right here is that we want to seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. That if we have any questions, if we have any questions or have anything or any perceptions, that we want to make sure that we're seeking from the book of the Lord and that we're reading. And the reason this is important for us as Israelites, if we consider that for the first at least 400 years, almost 350 years, um, from the age of conquest of here in the Americas, whether it was the arrival of the, the, the so-called white man as the Spaniards, the Dutch, the Portuguese, the Irish, the Spanish, the French, the Germans, or the Russians, that upon their arrival to the, to the Americas, our idea of, of God, our idea of Christ uh, has been given to us from their narrative, and that we were kept illiterate um, from, from being able to read the Bible, that we received our idea of religion from our oppressors. And I'm not saying that to... to uh, to throw shade or whatever, just to say a simple truth and a simple fact. But one thing that we were not allowed to do or one thing that didn't happen was that we were actually reading what the Bible says. We got a lot of our Bible stories or a lot of our Bible perspectives just from what was told to us, but not from what was actually read. So as we come back and we check out the Bible, it does say, again, Isaiah chapter 34, verse 16, Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. That it's important that we go and read it. Um, that we read what the text says, that we read what the book says, as opposed to just, 
well, my mama said so. My, my uncle said so. My daddy said so. Uh, the pastor said so. The reverend said so. But do we actually read that this is really the word of God? Do we actually read that this is what the Bible's saying? Do we actually read these things or is it maybe just traditions or, or insinuations that have been passed down, but it's not from what we've actually read? That our perception of Jesus Christ was given to us. We saw a lot of pictures. We've seen pictures of the white Jesus with the blonde hair and blue eyes. Uh, we've seen pictures of, uh, in some movies, even they got a Korean Jesus. Um, that are, for people who were illiterate, they gave us a lot of pictures, but we didn't get a chance to actually read the text. We didn't get a chance. We, did, we weren't allowed to actually read until we received so much conditioning to, that all we really saw or perceived was their perception of what was kind of forced upon us but not from what we actually read. So in sticking to the Bible, it says, again, we'll read it one more time, Isaiah 34, 16, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. And that's what, that, we want, that, we, that is what we strive to do. We want to make sure that we're reading. Why? It says, no one of these shall fail. If we stick to what's being read, the reading of God's word is not going to fail us. When we just trust in what people say, I trust in what my mama said. I trust what a pastor said. I trust what a reverend said. I trust what an imam said. I trust him in what a thesis said. We can trust in those things. Those will fail you. A best friend might fail you. Uh, uh, promises that, that were made, those might fail you. But the one thing that will never fail is the prophecies that we find in the Bible. That's one thing that will never fail us. The prophecies that were given by God will never fail us, and they have not yet. Religion will fail us. That's what many of us might have gone from uh, Baptist, Methodist, Catholicism, Episcopalian, Seventh-day Adventist, um, uh, Harry Krishna, Buddhist, uh, uh, Rastafarian, and we've jumped many different and checked out many different religions, but the one thing we have not really been, been instructed to do is watch the prophecies. Watch the prophecies. So none of the prophecies that we find in the Bible shall fail. It goes on to say, none shall want her mate. And when we seek out the book of the Lord, which is the Bible, you cannot match any of the prophecies found in the Bible with any other book. There's many books of knowledge. There's many books that have much information. But as far as the prophecies concerning the children of Israel, the prophecies concerning the Israelites, the history, the, the present and the future of the Israelites, the 12 tribes of Israel, you're not going to find another book on the planet that's going to match the prophecies like the Bible does. You can't find a mate. You can't couple it that's going to be equal to what the Bible is going to prophesy about the 12 tribes of Israel. And the good thing about this is once a prophecy comes true, it becomes history. So it's easy now to go and track through history where these prophecies came true, where it was prophesied that this was going to happen, prophesied that was going to happen. We can go now go back to history and match the prophecies to the history. And that's where the Bible is perfect. When we match the prophecies with the history, particularly to who the 12 tribes of Israel are, that's where the Bible is infallible. Now, when it comes to religion, yeah, there's going to be many faults, many errors when it comes to looking at it from a religious point of view. But we look at it from a historical and we match the prophecies, the Bible is 100%. It, it hasn't failed yet. It says, for my mother has commanded and his spirit has gathered him. God's spirit has gathered these prophecies uh, to be compiled in this book called the Bible so that we might be able to have it. From there, brothers and sisters, we're going to go to 2 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. 2 Timothy, chapter 2, 
verses 15 through 16, where we're instructed. It says to study, to show yourself approved unto God. That along with our, our seeing out the book of the Lord and reading, we want to study. We want to study the word of God, the, the word of the Lord, uh, to show ourselves approved unto God. It goes on to say, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. We want to make sure that the work we're doing is the right work. That we want to make sure that the work we're doing is not going to be in vain. That the work we're doing, like, for example, a lot of people from the condition that, that we received here in the Americas about Christmas and Easter being the two biggest Christian holidays um, here in America, uh, in the United States, that a lot of people, you know, will, will make sure that uh, from, from, our, from a kid, from our youth, um, about the Easter bunny and, and rabbits laying eggs, uh, and that this is supposed to represent uh, the resurrection of Christ from, from the grave, that he died on Friday, which somehow they call Good Friday, and somehow from Friday to early Sunday morning, that's supposed to be three days and three nights, and that there's a rabbit that laid these colored eggs. So we'll, we'll show our kids, teach our kids, and bring them to these type of traditions, but you cannot find that anywhere in the Bible. When Christ resurrected, there wasn't no damn rabbit that was laying no damn eggs. But yes, a lot of our people committed to things like Easter with the Easter bunny and, 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 and the different colored eggs um, as if now if they, if they miss out on that day, they're doing something against God. Not understanding that, no, that type of work, you're not being approved by God by doing that type of work. The other day a, a person might really give, give a lot of creed and, and, and heaviness to is something like Christmas, that that's supposed to represent Jesus Christ's birthday and we're supposed to give presents and there, there, there's um, uh, snowmen that come to life, there's reindeers flying, there's Santa Claus, and that's supposed to represent the birth of Jesus Christ called Christmas. But you don't find that anywhere in the Bible. You don't find that that is what was celebrated, that that was honored. You don't find it nowhere in the Bible, but a lot of people will do that type of work and feel, and feel guilty if they don't participate in the Christmas, in the Christmas um, traditions. If we were studying, we would know that God said, don't set up no tree and decorate it and leave presents. If we actually were studying the word of God and reading the book, but a lot of these type of traditions and a lot of these type of things that, that have been passed on to us is because we haven't been studying to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, that, we're not, that we are doing the right, right work, that we have, um, hell, New Year's it is January 1st really the new year. Is that according to God's calendar? Can we read that that is when God said the new year begins is in the dead of winter, the middle of winter, January 1st? Is that really the new year? Well, if we study, then we'll know that we can really know, and is the new year supposed to be honored and celebrated? But if we're not studying, we won't know these things, and we'll just be passed on and passing on the traditions of men and not really going by the book to make sure our work is approved by God. So again, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 15 through 16. Study to show that some approved unto God. A workman that means not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. And that is so important, but it says, are we rightly dividing the word of truth? And then it goes on to say in verse 16, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. 
that you have a lot of people doing a lot of talking throughout religions and all the different. And when you do a Google search, brothers and sisters, do a Google search on how many Christian religions are there, Christian religions, not how many religions are in the world, just how many Christian religions are there. And at the last count, uh, when, when I did this, there's over 41,000 different Christian religions, 41,000 different religions saying that they have, uh, they're associated with Christ, 41,000. And that comes from people doing a lot of talking and not doing a lot of studying, not doing a lot of reading, and rightly dividing the word of truth. And if we're not rightly dividing the, the word of truth, it will, it, will, it will provide more profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. So we want to make sure that we're doing things right. And that's why, again, I ask everybody to please check out any of the Israelite uh, uh, groups that, uh, and teachings going on, but particularly the brother uh, Tazafar, who's going through an excellent history class, as a very, very um, um, thorough, very, very, is very thorough, but you can definitely keep up with the history, as he's bringing out the history in his class, it's, it's remarkable. And the brothers from IUIC do a, a, a great history uh, class also, uh, checking them out. Sakari touches into that also, but Sakari's more into the, the debates, well, which, which is a, a part of the body of Christ, a part of what we get going on. But in, as far as like history classes, uh, IUIC has some great history classes. The brother tells us in history class, even the brother Wanda Iyer uh, on Saturdays with ISBHBK um, San Antonio, is really doing uh, uh, um, taking the, the Sabbath class and really making it a history class as well, and really matching the Old Testament with Josephus and other history references, and really trying to bring out and help develop the history of the events that um, uh, that took place in the Old Testament and matching with us today. So, if you don't have that foundation and matching the prophecies of the Bible with the history, you're missing a key component. You're missing a key component. Remember where, where, where Christ told Peter, I give unto you the keys to the kingdom of heaven? What does the key do, brothers and sisters? It unlocks something. It can lock or unlock something. For Christ to give Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven to unlock the mission of heaven, which is through the Bible, to really unlock the mission of this Bible, one of the key components you got to have, brothers and sisters, that we all must have is understanding this history first. We got to master history to help keep things in context. If we don't really have the understanding of that, and we're just coming just from the New Testament, then the context is not is, is going to be off. If big brothers and sisters and many religions do, they just count on the New Testament, but you're not taking into consideration any of the history from the Old Testament, any prophecies from the Old Testament. So your, your understanding is going to be a little bit off. It's going to be a little bit thwarted. We got to match. We got to put it all together. Like Christ said in Psalm chapter 40, verse 7, he comes in the volume of the book is written to him, that we got to put the history together with the prophecies. All right? So this is this, uh, a few scriptures that I wanted to go over. And then uh, last but certainly not least, we'll go to uh, – got that, got that, got that. We'll go to um, – uh, Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 2. The book of Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 2. The book of Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 2, it says, The tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools pours out foolishness. That if we're not dividing the word of truth, um, and, 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 and now we're, we're going to speak a lot of vain things, 
that will lead to ungodliness, that we're not going to be using the knowledge of right. If we're not going to rightly divide the word of truth, we're not going to be using the knowledge of right, and then our mouth is going to pour out a lot of foolishness in the eyes of God. We're going to be coming with the, the traditions of men, and we're not going to be coming with God's actual instructions. This is backed up. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 2 is backed up with Isaiah chapter 28, verses 9. 20, verse 9. When we go to Isaiah chapter 28, verse 9, it says this, Whom shall he teach knowledge? So we're putting these scriptures together from Proverbs chapter 15, verse 2. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright. If we're really putting this together the right way, you'll use knowledge the right way. So now this question is being asked in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? Whom is God going to teach his knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? And who is God going to make to understand? Who is going to give his knowledge to? And who is going to make to understand his doctrine. It says, them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. And we know from 1 uh, Peter chapter 2, verse 2, that the milk is, is, is reference to the word of God. We have to be weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. That just like an infant is on, his mother's, is on his mother's breast. And again, not a toddler, but an infant. Think about it, brothers and sisters. For, for the scenario and the, and the, the the metaphor that's being given, how often does a baby feed on his mother's breast milk? A human baby. That baby is feeding on his mother's breast milk. That infant, that newborn, is feeding about every two hours. That baby is, is and all that baby desires, all that baby's being fed is his mother's breast milk. Given uh, the proper circumstances. That you can't introduce any other foods, any other, any other substances, is going to be rejected. That baby wants the mother's breast milk. And that baby is addicted to the mother's breast milk. You can't bring it. You can't even give a baby honey. You can't. You can't do that. That that baby, that newborn, has got to be nourished with his mother's breast milk. So as we come into this knowledge, also we have to be nourished. I mean, we're getting everything from the Word of God, not from a lot of extra resources. Not from a lot of extra uh, religious books or, or mythologies or, or, or mysticisms. We want to make sure we're feeding off the word of God like a baby on his mother's breast if we really want to understand God's knowledge, if we want to understand God's doctrine. So again, continue with Isaiah chapter 20, verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Then that are weaned from the milk. I mean, and it says weaned that... All you're growing from that newborn up to a toddler, that, that's all you've been fed is that mother's milk. Then you get to a point where now, okay, you, you're coming off the mother's milk, and now you can be introduced into uh, the baby cereals. You can be introduced into the, um, uh, the, the strained carrots and the, and the, and the peas and, the, and, and the, the baby food. But you have to be weaned. You have to go from the brother's breast milk, from straight from the, brother's, the mother's breast, to you might go to a bottle, and you're getting weaned off the, with the breast, and you put into a, a, a bottle. Then from the bottle with the different sized nipples that, that, that a child, uh, uh, might deal with, goes to that sippy cup. And then from that sippy cup to a regular cup. But there's stages of growth that this child must go through. This scenario is being given to us if we really want to understand God's knowledge. That there, 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 there's steps 
to all this. Uh, reading on, it says, verse 10, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, right upon line, right upon line, here a little and there a little, that we're going to, that we have to really, first off, have been immersed and nourished by the word of God, like a baby on his mother's breast milk. Then, as we've gone through that stage, then we can start putting precepts together. Then we start putting lines, line upon line, line upon line. Then we go from here a little and there a little to rightly divide the word of truth, to rightly divide the Bible, to rightly understand what God is talking about. Rightly. Because why? Remember, Proverbs 15 and verse 2 said what? The tongue of the wise uses knowledge of right. Study, 2 Timothy 18, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Again, so why is all this important? Let's continue with Isaiah chapter 28, verse 11. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people, to whom he said, this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest. That in doing it this way, study the word of God like an infant on his mother's breast, being nourished only by the, the, the word of God or by the milk, not by any other influences, not by any other influences, any other wine, any other anything, just the word of God, rightly doing, putting it together the right way. That discipline will cause the weary to rest. But it goes on to say what? Yet they would not hear. A lot of us don't want to hear. We got to put this type of work in, and we got to do it this way. We only want to go by what we heard or what tradition has been passed down to us from the conditioning from the arrival of so-called white people here to the marriages, with all their religion, with all their doctrines, with all their philosophies, with all their talk, and not the word of God being rightly divided. So we're not hearing and getting, receiving the rest that God is talking about. Verse 13. But the word of the Lord was unto them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. That because we're not rightly dividing the word of truth correctly, that's why a lot of people have gotten turned off because of what they've learned through religion and what they've given their heart to through whatever religion might come up in, that now when those things fail, because it really wasn't based on rightly dividing the word of truth, using God's knowledge or right, there's an emptiness. There's a failure. There's anger. There's a bitterness. There, 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 there's, there's no answers to the things that we start to undergo and, and, we, and we go through because we weren't really given that solid foundation. Y'all remember what Christ said, and, and we, I covered this in, in a series here on uh, ISVJK Bible Talk, uh, uh, referring to uh, building your house upon the sand. What, what, what are you building yourself on? Christ told us that if you're building on the sand, if you take Christ's words, but you don't really, if you hear God, Christ's words, you don't really use them, you say you're building your house upon the sand. That when the rain comes and the persecution comes, that storm comes, it's going to beat upon your house, and your house is going to fall because your foundation is built on the sand. But if your foundation is really built on that rock, that whatever comes at you, you're going to be able to withstand. You're going to be able to uh, uh, undergo because you're really built upon, your, you're built upon that rock. So we don't want to just hold on to religion and, and heresies and not dividing the word of truth properly. We want to make sure that we're really putting it together properly. All right? We want to make sure we're really putting it together properly. Um, 
I ain't go on and on and on. Um, but we're we gonna leave that at that, that right there. And let's go ahead and get into uh, this class, this series that that I started again, talking about to deny Christ. And we're at part nine, brothers and sisters. We're in part nine of to deny Christ. We're at part nine of to deny Christ. Um. I'm not sure how many parts we're going to be, be, be covering uh, as, as we deal with this class. This, 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 is getting, this rabbit hole is getting deep. It, 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 it's getting a lot deeper. It's not, it's not just a surface topic. It really is uh, um, uh, uh, drawing out some, 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 some understanding. All right? So one thing we, we, um, we've done is in the last shows, uh, we covered Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Uh, and please go back uh, to our library, to our archives, again, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, or check out ISBHBK Bible Talk on uh, any one of our uh, podcast platforms from Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, Apple iTunes Podcasts, or Podcast Addict. Um, and go and check out our, our series. They're there for the past 300 shows or episodes. We can catch up with the series that, that I'm doing here with you deny Christ or any of the ones that, that the Bonabad is doing or that the Brother Tazapa is doing. So we covered Mark of Abraham 34. And in, in brief, Mark of Abraham 34, as I pull it up again real quick, I'm starting 31. Just real briefly, because we've covered this extensively. In Mark chapter 8, starting verse 31, it says, And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. Uh, now in Mark chapter 8, verse 32. And he spake that saying openly. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples, uh, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever, um, so we covered that. We, we covered that extensively, especially uh, particularly verse 34 um, in, in our last episodes, especially episode seven, uh, part seven of the series. We really have gone into this extensively, verse 34, matching a lot of precepts, a lot of history, a, a, a lot of uh, context that was going on at the time and what Christ meant by this and, and what it means to us today. So we've covered it, especially in, in episode uh, seven, or part seven of this series, we've covered this. I want to move on now and coming off of this Mark chapter eight, um, as we continue in this study, uh, our work, so that our work, the work that we're doing, we're not going to be ashamed that what we're doing in, in working out our own salvation with fear and trembling, that, that they want to be those servants that when, when our Lord comes back, will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful of a little bit. I'll make you master over much. We want to make sure that we're doing the right work because uh, like Christ warned us in Matthew chapter 7, uh, where he said, in that day, many shall say unto me, Lord, Lord. Uh, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Um, and he shall say unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye, workers, uh, ye that work iniquity. 
we want to make sure that we're not being found in that, that type of life. And knowing that all the sin comes short of the glory of God, that we want to make sure that now we are putting in the right work. Because faith without works is dead. So we want to make sure that we're putting in the right work um, of working who's not going to be ashamed, that uh, when our, the, our king does return, that he will be able to it will be said to us, well done, our good and faithful servant. That we want to make sure that we know that we know we know that we're doing things the right way. All right. So now we're getting into, brothers and sisters, Mark chapter 8, and I want to focus on verse 35, and we're going to read on from there. So now we're dealing with Mark chapter 8, verse 35, and it says this, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. And I want to put the, the spotlight on, on, this, on this particular verse right here. Um, and let, 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 let's go into this a little bit. Let, let, let's let's kind of dive into this, this, this verse a, a little bit and, and not just take it at this surface value. Um, a lot of people might take this as, yeah, uh, there was this movie a long time ago. I'm old, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm 54 this year. Um, where it, it, it was, um, it was Demi Moore, um, where she's supposed to have been the reincarnated uh, Virgin Mary, and the question asked to her, will you die for him? Will you die for him? I forget what that movie is. Anybody remembers? Uh, uh, um, you might. It's an older movie, with, again, with Demi Moore. And it's, I bring that up for, it's easy for people to say, yeah, I, if you ask, would you die for Jesus? And a lot of people say, hell yeah, I'll die for Jesus. Yes, he's my Lord and Savior. He's my Lord and Savior. Yes, I'll die for him. Okay. That saying is, is thrown around so much that I think we've lost focus and lost touch with what it's really talking about. So I wanted us to take a, a, a little more a little more look at this verse right here, all right? And mind you, brothers and sisters, uh, I know and realize that we're combat, combat, combating with the conditioning that we have received for the past 500 years in the Americas. Now, many of us are coming back into the knowledge of finding that we are the Israelites. Many of us are, are getting to a point where we're reading the Bible. I, I'm being joined by my brother, uh, Gabar Kawa. Hold on one second, please. What's good, man? What's happening? Um, what's good is it's 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 an it's another opportunity to uh, please the heavenly Father. Um, the movie we're talking about actually is uh, the Seventh Sign. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I, 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 if anybody's gonna know, I know you're gonna know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, um, it's, it's an old movie. It, it came back in, in, in like in the, the early 90s. Um, it's called The Seventh Sign. And the question that we asked of, of, of Demi Moore when she went back into her past carnation is, will you die for him? Will you die for him? And I'm referencing that, that, that reference in, in the movie that many of us can be asked that question, would you die for Jesus? And even contrary to, to what religion has, has conditioned us to, 
that we think that Jesus Christ died for us to be able to live our best lives. And for the most part, that saying is true. Christ did die for, uh, for the Israelites to be able to live their best life, but it's not uh, the best life we can live here in America in captivity. And I know that might sound strange, that might sound weird, but, but what better life could we have lived than what God gave Adam in the Garden of Eden? You can't live a better life than that. But when we sinned, we were exiled and put out of paradise, and we had, we, we had to start this journey from that time. Coming back after the flood, the Israelites were given, after our captivity in Egypt, we were given the promised land. We were given the land of milk and honey. And, and brothers and sisters, we, we, we have covered that here on ISBHBK Bible Talk. Again, go check out the series that we've done, The Land of Milk and Honey. I, I think we did a 15-part series on that alone, just what that meant, and the good life that God gave us there, but because, of, again, our iniquities and our sins, we were put out of the promised land, just like Adam was put out of paradise back in the beginning of creation, that after the flood, the Israelites being given the good life, living the best life possible, we messed that up also because of our sins, because of, of, of our, our, our imaginations, because of our opinions. We messed that up. So for Christ died for us to give us the opportunity to live our best lives is not for us to just live our best lives here in America. We were brought here to the Americas for our punishment. We were brought here to the Americas because for, for punishment, for a curse. And that's covered in Deuteronomy, the 20th chapter, extensively. That because of our sins, we had to be punished. Like in our history, we've been, we've been put in many captivities. Um, from the time we came out of Egypt, the Israelites have been in many captivities. Um, we repented and we received other captivities. And we've covered that in our series as well. But to come back now and, and take, we're going to take a little more in-depth look at Mark chapter 8, verse 35. Again, I'm going to read it one more time. Or Brother Goodbye, if you read that, please. Uh, Mark chapter 8, verse 35. Fine. Uh, Mark uh, chapter 8 and verse 35 reads, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Cool. So I want to go, go a little further into this. I do want to go a little further into this. First off, I want to go to um, uh, something that we want to pull out in this scripture here. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Let's take a look at the word life, all right? Let's take a look at the word life um, and, and, and get a little bit more, more meat to, on, on, on this bone um, of, of this word. Uh, let's go to Webster's 1828 Dictionary, all right? Let's go to uh, Webster's 1828 Dictionary. And those that are kind of new to, 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 uh, uh, to, to the show and everything, we do use, uh, I do like to use Webster's 1828 Dictionary. I use many dictionaries. But I like the Webster's 1820 Dictionary because when you go back and do your research, Noah Webster, he put the dictionary together. The, first, the reason he put the dictionary together was to help people understand the Bible. Plain and simple. The very first Bible or dictionary he put together was to help understand Bible words. All right? That we know that, that, that and then uh, uh, Webster uh, joined up with Miriam 
and it became the Merriam-Webster, and they've had so many different editions and, 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 and unabridged copies and, and collegiate copies and student copies or whatever, 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 uh, which is fine and dandy and trying to keep up with today's um, lingo and slang and, and, and uh, uh, colloquiums or whatever that, that come up. But Webster's 1820 Dictionary, Noah Webster originally put that together uh, to help us understand Bible words. So going to Webster's 1820 Dictionary for the word life, uh, we're going to read, um, I'm going to read uh, number five, number six, and number 20. There's over, there's, there's over 24 like different definitions for the word life, but let's take a look at these right here. So if you can look at me, brother, uh, Webster's 1820 Dictionary. Uh, the uh, definition of five. Right? Yes. Definition number five uh, for life in the Webster's Dictionary 1828 reads, a manner of living, um, conduct, deportment, in regard to morals. Okay. Um, sentence, I will teach my family to lead good lives. So I wanted to come here with this definition. That it's not just talking about uh, uh, life or death, that, that uh, we're alive and then our, our spirit leaves our body and, and we're put in the grave. Um, that's not what this definition of life is particularly talking about in Mark chapter 8, verse 35. So we're going to substitute, um, or we're going to insert, I should say. We're going to insert some of the things that we got from definition number 5 into uh, verse 35. So it says, for whosoever will save his life or save uh, what, according to definition number five? His manner of living. So if a person is going to save his manner of living. Now, let's try to keep this all in context, brothers and sisters. If we understand from Mark chapter 8, verse 31, where we started. In Mark chapter 8, verse 31, Christ is telling you that he's going to have to uh, come to Jerusalem and suffer many things and be rejected of the, of the uh, chief high priest and the elders and be killed that this has got to happen, all right? So after he says that, Peter jumped up and said, no, no. You're not going to die. You're not going to suffer. And this is when Christ turned to Peter, said, get behind me, and then looked and saw the effect that Peter was having on the disciples and the rest of the multitude that was following him, where he made the statement, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Meaning, again, verse 5, if you're going to try and save your manner of living, if we're following Christ, but you're trying to save your manner of living, how you do things, you're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. If you're trying to save, again, go back to the definition of number 5, for whosoever will save his life or his conduct, how you conduct yourself. This is my way of going. This is me. This is me. This is how I do things. If you don't like me, how I do things, to hell with you and the horse you rode in on. If I'm going to try to save my conduct, this is how I conduct myself. This is my behavior. This is me. And a person is going to try to preserve that while saying that they're following Christ and not go through the suffering and not go through, through, through the, the sacrifices like Christ had to, you're going to lose it if we're his disciples, if we're his students. And again, we're dealing with brothers and sisters. I, I, I don't want to get away from the topic, 
We're dealing with what it means to deny Christ. That if we're going to deny Christ, like I'm going to deny what Christ came and did. I'm going to deny the mind of Christ. I'm denying what, what the, the impact of what he really came to do and the example he gave us from the Passover, the, the, the Last Supper, uh, the bringing of his body, the bringing uh, um, of the bread representing his body, the shedding of his blood representing the wine from the Last Supper of the Passover, and, and dealing with the betrayal, dealing with the, um, uh, the backstabbing, the, mis- the, the, the violation of trust, the abandonment that he went through, the slander, the lies, the disrespect, um, that, that he went through, and we're not going to follow him. I'm not talking about just being sadomasochistic, uh, but if we're not going to follow him, to where, no, I'm not going to give up my manner of living. I'm not going to give up my conduct, just how I conduct myself. Um, uh, uh, Deployment in regard of morals. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to go there, but it says, if we're not willing to do those things, and this from the words of Christ, Yahweh Shai, you're going to lose it. You're, you're not, we're not going to attain. If I'm, I'm a Sabbath Gabar, could you read definition number six? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Um, uh, definition six of, the, uh, uh, of life is the condition, um, course of living in regard to happiness and misery, we say a man's life has been a series of prosperity or misfortune. Cool. So now I want to get off the definition number six here. It says condition. So if I insert that into the scripture here, it says, for whosoever will save his life or save his what? His condition. I'm going to fight to maintain my condition. I'm going to fight to maintain my manner of living. I'm going to fight to maintain, uh, to maintain my conduct, how I, live, how I do things, how, how, how I've been putting things together. If we stay in that type of mindset, brothers and sisters, we're not going to see the kingdom. We're not going to make it. If I'm, I'm first going to fight for their course of living, this is how I get down. This is my lifestyle. I'm not going to change my lifestyle. I'm not to suffer like Christ suffered. I'm going to have to sacrifice like Christ sacrificed. Because Christ did that already. He wants me to live my best life here in, in America. He wants me just to have the best. So I'm not going to change my condition. I'm not going to change my manner of living. I'm not going to change my conduct. I'm, especially my course of living in regards to my happiness. I'm not willing to, no, I'm not going through that. Christ suffered. I've been suffering my whole life, and now I've got this or I've achieved this. I'm not going to suffer. That's for fools. Why would I do that? Why would Jesus want me to go through that? Brothers and sisters, we're not, if he's our shepherd, if he's our king, if he's the first fruits of my many brethren, if he came to give us an example to follow him, that if he says, no man come unto the Father but by me, and now we're being faced with the choices to follow Christ or no, I'm going to save my condition. I can follow Christ where he said, fight up holes, birth have nest, some man have nowhere to lay his head. Um, uh, go and teach the, the, 
teach the gospel, but let me go first tell them at home that I got to leave. Uh, hey, Christ, I'll follow you, but I got to go bury my father. Let the dead bury their dead. That, no, I'm not going to go through that. That's going to upset my manner of living. That's going to upset my, how I conduct myself, how I'm going to be seen. That's going to affect my condition. That's going to affect my course of living in regard to my happiness. If we're not willing to bear that cross, and we've covered that, brothers and sisters, in, in this series, what it means to bear your cross to follow Christ, that, that if a man comes to Christ and doesn't deny himself, and we've covered that, I'm not going to go back over, over that again and what that really means, that you cannot be his disciple, we can't be his followers. That don't mean you're not an Israelite, but to actually be his disciple, to be somebody who's actually instructed by Christ, by Yahweh Shai, you're not there. You're not going to follow him through the hardship like he went through the hardship to show us how to get through the hardship, to show us how to get through the rejection, to show us how to get through the, 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 the offenses that, that we must go through. If we're not willing to go through um, uh, and risk my condition, my course of living in regard to my happiness, I'm not really a disciple. And we can read, and we've read in, in this series where many people that were following Christ said, no, I'm not doing this. They just got straight up offended. Right? And many that were following Christ, and this is talking about Jesus Christ when he actually walked the earth. Not the world. We, we at this time, 2023, was it June 20th, uh, 2023, or 21st, 2023, we can read it. We can read his words. Christ is actual physical flesh when he was actually here, when he was saying these things live and in person, where they could see the sweat on his brow. They could see if, if he had crumbs in his beard from where he ate. If they saw him go use the bathroom and return back from the bathroom, they could touch his body. They could see him, feel him. Many of them like, no, I'm not doing this. I got to do, do that. We're going to have to go through that. I, that's a cost. I'm not willing to deal with. Be rejected, be hated. Hold up, they call Christ for elders above. He said, and what are they going to call those that follow me? That I came not to send peace on earth, I came not to send peace, but a sword? That a man is supposed to be there with his own household and brothers and sisters we covered in this series. How Christ, will, that even when Christ, after he started his ministry at the age of 30, that even his own brothers for a while didn't believe in who he was and what he was doing. His own brothers, not his mom, not his dad, his own brothers didn't believe in him. As he started his ministry, how can you be in the same house and, and you grew up with Christ, the Christ, the Messiah, who the world calls Jesus? You would think with the condition that we got from, from religion, that the first people that would follow him and, 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 and be a part of this would be his family, would be his brothers and his sisters. But it says, the scripture says in plain text that even his brethren didn't believe in him. He'd already started teaching. He'd already started his ministry, and his own brethren didn't believe in him. So Christ has gone through the rejection 
of family, those close, the abandonment. Not, uh, uh, what was the prayer? And we covered this in the series, the mind of Christ. Another part of this, another series we started right here on www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, uh, is right, uh, Bible Talk. We've covered this in the series, having the mind of Christ. For him to be in the Garden of Gethsemane and to pray to the Lord three times, that it was not his will to want to go through the torture and go through the crucifixion that he had to face. He did not want to go through That was not his will. But it, was, it wasn't about what he wanted, but what the Father wanted. We, we covered that, and I believe that was an 18-part series. So to get here now with, with Christ, when Yahweh Shai making his statement to the disciples and those that were following him, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Let's, read, let's get a few more definitions, another definition for the word life out of the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Definition number 20, sir. Um, Webster's uh, definition for life, uh, definition number seven. Number 20. Is number 20. Okay, I'm sorry. Number 20, the enjoyments or blessings of the present life. It can't say this. That's exactly what it says. It says the enjoyments or blessings of the present life. Having the promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. And it's got a reference scripture of First Timothy uh, four. So now, definition number twenty: the enjoyments or blessings of the present life. If I'm gonna take that definition and insert it into Mark chapter eight verse thirty-five, it says, "For whosoever will save his life, or the enjoyments or blessings of the present life." I'm going to save what I consider from this present life to be a blessing, to be an enjoyment. I'm going to say, I'm not going to risk that. I'm not going to give that up. I'm going to save that. I'm going to protect it. I'm, going to, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not going to let nobody threaten that. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I might have to suffer the loss of those things. But what is Mark chapter 8 verse 35 telling us? For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the what? Gospels, the same shall save it. So as we just read the first part of that scripture, whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life, or lose what? Gabar, start it again. Number five. Again, uh, <clears throat> number five. <clears throat> Definition number five. Uh, the manner of living. And whosoever shall lose, uh, whosoever shall save his life, shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life, or his what? Manner of living. Conduct. A manner of living. Whosoever shall, shall lose his manner of living 
or conduct for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. You give up your manner of living, the way you do things, for Christ's sake and the gospels, you're going to save your life. You're going to save your life. I'm going to give up my manner of living. This is how I live. This is how I get down. This is how I roll. This is my reputation. This is what everybody knows me for. And a person, to give that up for Christ's sake and the gospels, you're going to find a life. You're going to find a life of Christ. But for that person who's not willing to do that, you're not, you're not going to find the life of Christ. You, you, you're not there. We're not there. Not you. We're not there. Those who lose their conduct, this is how I grew up. This is what I'm known for. This is how I get down. This is what people know me for. This is my identity. This is how I conduct myself. I'm going to lose that for Christ's sake. And the Gospels, now I'm going to find that I'm going to have access to what Christ is talking about, to that life that God and Christ is talking about, getting access to the kingdom of God. But I'm not willing to lose my manner of living or my conduct. Let me get away from that. If I'm willing to lose my manner of living and my conduct, for Christ's sake and the Gospels, I'm going to see the kingdom of God. A person will see the kingdom of God. Definition number six, sir. Definition number six. Condition or course of living in regard to happiness and misery. So if I lose my condition or my course of living in regard to my happiness, for Christ's sake and the Gospels, I'm going to see, that person is going to see the kingdom of heaven. He's going to see the kingdom of God. They, they will be granted access to the kingdom of God. But if I'm not willing to do that, uh, good luck. Verse 20. Um, definition number 20, the enjoyment or blessing of the present life. But the enjoyment. Enjoyment. I'm, 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 I'm looking for this scripture real quick. Do me a favor and, and do like I just did and insert that scripture. Mark chapter 8 uh, and verse 35. For... Whosoever will save his conditions or um, uh, hello, hello, hello. I'm 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 here. Uh, I have my toggle on my screen. <laughs> It it uh it okay I got it so um it's whosoever will save his enjoyments or blessings of the present life <clears throat> shall lose it for whosoever will save his enjoyments or blessings of the present life shall shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life or lose the enjoyments or blessings of the present life, <clears throat> for my sake and the gospels, 
the same shall save it. For real. For real. I'm willing to go through these sacrifices. I'm willing to suffer for Christ. Will you die for him? Will I die? Will, will I let my manner of living, my conduct, my condition, my course of living in regard to my happiness, the enjoyment or the blessings of this present life that I've got in this present life? Am I willing to lose those things for Christ's sake and the gospels? In so doing, I'm going to save my life. In so doing, I'm going to see the kingdom of God. And I keep saying me, because if I'm not willing to, I'm not going to see the kingdom of God. This, this is very, these are some of the verses that really ain't me read in church. These are some verses that really are not, not read in church. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try, try to keep it on a broad, general aspect like that. But as we get into the meaning of words, and we get into some of these word studies, and we understand the context of when Christ said this, what was going on? He just got finished basically cussing out Peter. You, you offend me. You don't savor the things that be of God, but be of men. I'm telling you, I got to suffer, be rejected, and be killed. You can come and grab me and say, no, no, not you, Christ, and, and try and try tug on the, the emotional, uh, heart, heart, the heart strings or whatever. Christ had to look at him like, do you see the effect you have on everybody else? Man, get behind me, Satan. What are you doing? Look, everybody, check it out. Real talk. I, 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 uh, real talk. For real, for real. Uh, no cap. I, I, I don't know whether it's slang, modern day verbiage I can use right now. Uh, no front. Uh, keeping a buck. Keeping a hundred. Um, <laughs> help me, Gabar. Help me. Shit. I, I'm sorry. Help me. That's what, that's what it is. It's, it's, I mean, today it, it, it's no cap. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it is, bro. It's no, no, this is for real. You know, we were real talk, real talk, you know, for show. <laughs> All right, for, for show. Word is bond, son. Word is bond. On God. On God. On God. On everything. On everything, my boy. On everything. <laughs> whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. What are you gonna say? What do you say? What do you say? I gotta. I gotta roll real quick. I'll be. I'll be right back. It's all good. It's all good. Hand you minutes. Hand you minutes. All right. That if we're not willing to go there, brothers and sisters, and we, we've gone over, we've covered in this series of Deny Christ, we've gone over Matthew the 10th chapter, brothers and sisters, where after Christ gave the disciples the commission to go to, to, uh, go to the, the lost sheep of the house of Israel, as you go, priest saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Not to carry any extra things with them at all. And that the things that they were going to go through and how Christ said, I set you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be there for wives and serpents of Muhammad's as doves. Um, going through the whole chapter that you're going to be rejected. The times are going to come that those that kill you are thinking they're doing God a service. And that a man's foes are going to be they of his own household. 
that came not just in peace, but a sword. For um, I'm coming to the man at variance against his father, the mother against the, uh, uh, the daughter, the daughter-in-law against the, the mother-in-law, the, the son-in-law against the father-in-law, and that a man's foes, a man's enemies, uh, a man's adversaries are going to be David's own family, David's own house, and that they're going to betray you even unto death. We've covered all that, brothers and sisters, because that's what Christ went through as our example from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 19 down, that Christ left us an example that we should follow his steps. That when he was reviled, he threatened not. That when, uh, uh, when he suffered, he blessed. That he left us an example to follow his steps. As, as uh, 2, Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3, um, that we endure hardness as good soldiers of, Yahweh, of, of Jesus Christ, of Yahweh Shai. That St. John 17 and 1, it's impossible that offenses shall come. That there's no way we're going to walk through this after you follow him and have to go through these same things. That if, if, if he didn't do it in vain, then he's the only one that's going to do it. And now we don't have to come back. And he did it as an innocent man. And now we're going to come back and, and, and all we got to do is say Jesus and that's it. And we're going to live our best lives. Moses didn't do that. I know everybody is familiar with the, the, the chapter of faith from Hebrews chapter 11. If, if you haven't had the class, I recommend it. The life of the prophets. What did the prophets have to go through? We really, the conditioning that we've been here in America has really got us out of touch with, with the reality of the Bible and what real men, real people, life and blood, actual people, that happen to be our people, that look like us, talk like us, act like us, think like us, our people, that they were real people and they really experienced, really went through the things they went through. David being chased by Saul for over 20 years. Saul trying to kill him. That was real. Jeremiah, we went over that. Jeremiah be, uh, being smoked by the high priest because Jeremiah was talking, uh, was prophesying about the the. Uh, the destruction that was coming to Jerusalem and to, and to, and to them, because they weren't following God and the prophecies had to come true, that he got smoked and thrown in jail by the chief high priest. Jeremiah went through that. Jeremiah being thrown uh, in the mire, in the muck. Isaiah um, uh, having to strip naked. Ezekiel having to eat uh, cow's dung. Poop sandwiches. These things were real. Joseph, uh, going all the way back to, to uh, uh, Jacob's son, Joseph. Being sold by his own brethren. Thrown in that pit was going to be put to death. Then the greediness took over and like, no, we can sell him for money. And literally being sold out by his own brothers. Going and having become a slave in Egypt. Didn't commit adultery with, uh, uh, with Potiphar's wife. And thrown in prison. And the scripture says that he became crippled in prison. And something happened. Joseph became crippled in prison. That people went through real things. Jacob had received the promises and, and, and the covenant from God. Still had to wrestle an angel to where his hip was dislocated. Those things were real. And we know Romans chapter 15 verse 4 tells us the things written aforetime were written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures and that we might have hope. We read about Job. 
and what he went through. And it's like, I, 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 a lot of times, it's like we just take this, those are just uh, 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 Bible stories. Just, just stories, huh? not real life. Not real life, not, not, not history. <laughs> yeah, How bad was it for These are events, right? Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. Actual real events. How, I mean, how, how devastating was it for Noah? The whole earth got swallowed up except for him and his family and the animals on the ark. Do you have, have you ever kind of put yourself in his shoes? Everybody was dead except for him, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. Everybody else was dead. That so, yeah, once he did get off the ark, he planted a vineyard, fermented them damn grapes, and got drunk? Yes. Yes. Have you ever put yourself in, in, in those shoes? Like, what, 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 kind, what, what kind of... Uh, of, of What kind of mindset would, would that throw a person into? God just destroyed every human on the planet. That people you knew, they came beating on the ark. And when, when we go through the, through, through the scripture, you put that together, brothers and sisters. And let me spell out my talk also. When you go through the history and you understand that Noah also prophesied that it took him 100 years to build the ark. And for that 100 years, he was prophesying that the destruction was going to come, that, that, that there was going to be destruction that was going to come, that it was going, it was, the Lord was going to flood the earth, that he did that for over 100 years. Not like what the movie show you where it, it, was, it was that God had to send down some fallen angels that became rocks or trees or whatever and, and help him build the ark in that, that, that abominable uh, um, uh, rendition from uh, uh, Russell Crowe. No. Over 100 years to build the ark. And they had to go collect all the animals. Over 100 years, but he was prophesying the whole time. You know how, 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 how that must have felt that he's prophesying this for 100 years. It seemed like it's never going to come, never going to happen. And that the ark was completed. The ark was already completed. And for however long it took that the ark was already completed, that Noah and his family one day happened to just go ahead and walk into the ark. They tell you God closed the door on the ark, and that's when it started. Can you imagine that, that, that when, when, and it tells you that the, the heavens, that water came from above and from beneath. It wasn't just rain. That water, it tells you the, the water came from above and from beneath. If there was time, how many people came and was banging on the ark, let us in? Say, with, now we believe you. People that Noah knew, people that Shem, Ham, Japheth, their wives, I, 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 I trip on that, brothers and sisters, I, I really do. Shem, Ham, and Japheth, each of them had wives. That means what? Each of those wives had what? Parents. 
when that flood came, guess what happened to their parents if they were if they weren't already dead? If they had brothers and sisters, guess what happened to they, those family members? Dead. If those brothers and sisters had kids, that means nieces and nephews. Dead. If their parents had family members, aunties, uncles, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-uncles, great-aunts, if they weren't already dead when the flood started, guess what happened once that flood came? Best friends. People they grew up with. Gone. Wiped out. And then to get to a realization, and, and for as terrifying as that flood was, to be on that, on that ark, the only, I, I don't know if, if, if anybody's ever been on, on a ship or been, been, been at a lake, a big-ass lake, I'm talking about a real-ass lake, to where you, you can't see land, to be on the ocean or be on land where you cannot see no land, all you see is water, as far as the eye can see. Whereas if you, used to, if you grew up where the ark was at, if there was mountains, you can't see no mountains. For what, what you, you used to, every morning you see the sunset and there's a mountain right there, and now every time when you do wake up, all you see is water. For as far as the eye can see, how small and 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 insignificant you would seem. That for however deep the water was, there's dead bodies of of humans, civilizations, cities. And animals. Yeah, if you're not on that ark, you can forget about it. That was real. You're sitting out ravens, trying to hope, please, bring back something. Is this water starting to result? For 40 days and 40 nights, that's what the rain was. This said it was on, on the earth. 150 days? That's five months? You're just floating underwater. There's one, like you, what, where could you roll? You can't roll something that damn big. <laughs> right. <clears throat> you should have just floating for five months. You want to talk about some solitary confinement? Then we find that the art, art rested, where it rested. And they, they were able to disembark off the ark. And, and one of the first things Noah did was, was plant a vineyard. And yeah, that lasted. Yeah, I, 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 I can very much see that. 
that the, the horror, again, the, 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 I, the mixed feelings, and, and some of us have experienced this from, from the lives we've lived here now. Might have been in a terrible accident or in, in a, a terrible event where you live but others die. The damn, you feel the, the the remorse you feel that others died, but the damn, you lived. How those two emotions would be rip, ripping a person apart? And God saves you, but not them. So to know that these things are in the Bible and they're not just Bible stories. They're not just Bible stories. They, they, they were realized people these, these things really did happen. And to come back in now and, and get to the Americas, fast forward out to the Americas and the arrival of so-called white people with all their religions, all their doctrines, all their lives, and all their everything. And for the middle condition that we've been under the whole time they've been here, that now these are just Bible stories. And that now for what we've been blessed with, for what we have, we, we forget, brothers and sisters, oh, my God. Brother Gabar, do you still have, have Deviance number 20 up? Do you still have that? Which one? Oh, yeah, and your voice got real electronic. Definition. Um, definition 20 is the enjoyment or blessings of the present life. Now, brothers and sisters, as it just came back to my mind, I didn't insert it into this class, but I'm just going to paraphrase it kind of. What was the temptation of Christ, brothers and sisters? What did, what did the, the devil tempt him with? Do we got to go there again? I guess so. Was it Luke chapter 4? Yeah, Luke chapter 4, start verse 1. We're going to read through this quick. Luke chapter 4 and verse 1 reads, And Jesus, being full of the return from Jordan, um, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the, and the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into an high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. 
If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. Come on, y'all. We, 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 we see all the, the religious movies and the conspiracy theories about people selling their soul, people uh, selling their souls to the devil uh, to, to enjoy this life. What do you think? I mean, is that just in the movies? That for a lifestyle that people have achieved and the quote unquote blessings of this present life, we can see in the movies and see in the conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's why they got the rap stars and the entertainers and 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 the celebrities and 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 they live in the Hamptons and they live uh uh, uh in 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 what's that uh, uh Beverly Hills or or nine hundred two one zero or or they just living living the life. Yeah, because they sold out. But how many of us are in a position where no, whatever my conduct, whatever I feel is a blessing, I'm not willing to give that up in this present life. But for those who do give those things up, for Christ's sake in the gospel, you shall find your life. But for this present life, we look at the blessings and stuff of this present life and like, you know, this is my blessing. I ain't giving up for nobody. I'd be a fool. I'd be stupid, but let us go ahead and look at celebrities. Let us look at entertainers. We can look at them and be like, yeah, see, no, nah, they sold out. I ain't going out like that. Yeah, they got the cars and they got this, they got that. Man, no, nah, that's for the devil. It's easy for us to look at situations like that, but yeah, 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 and, and assign that to them. But let it be now us on, a, on our levels dealing with what we consider to be happiness. Let it be with our own conduct and our own manner of living. And I said, no, that don't apply to us because, you know, we've been through so much and, and, and now – this is what God gave me for my hard work, for all that I've been through, for all that I've suffered. Christ died so I don't have to go through those things no more. If you have that mentality, are you really reading these scriptures? Brother Gabbard, can we please go to Mark chapter 4 and start at verse 13? Mark chapter 4. Starting in verse 13, read. And he said unto them, Know ye not, <clears throat> know ye not this parable? How then will ye know all parables? So so is the word. And these are they by the wayside, where the word well, you, you, is. You, 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 sound, you sound just a little bit electronic. Okay, let me see if I can. If I could change that up. Okay. All right. Is that better? Uh, Go ahead and talk. Okay. Um, Mark 4 and uh, we started at 13. We're in verse 15 now. Verse 15, God. So is that, is that better? Much better. Okay. So Mark chapter 4 and verse 15 reads, And these are they 
by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. How does Satan take away that? It says Satan comes immediately. Didn't Satan come to Christ during that 40 days and 40 nights? And tempt him the same way, but we, we, we don't associate, we still, we so into mysticism and, and what the Catholic Church taught us about demons and, 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 um, uh, necromancers and, 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 and Nephilim and all that type of, 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 of what have you. We not, we, we don't look at this practically, like, like, uh, the brother Gabar something like last night. We don't look at this practically. That Satan offers you to live your best life in this present life. To be about you in this present life. To look out for you in this present life. And that this comes when? For verse 15 it says, and these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. So these people get taught. They get taught. But it says what? But when they have heard, Satan comes immediately. And take away the word that was sown in their hearts. They got it, but now the temptations, the cares of this life, the, the present life, like, nah, my manner, how I get down, how I do things, my life goals, my bucket list. Reading on. Verse 16. Uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 16 reads. <clears throat> mm. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. <laughs> Excuse me. Glad. And have no root. <laughs> and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Come on, y'all. Verse 17, uh, verse 16. And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have what? Heard, Heard the word. word. You got taught. This, they, they, they got taught. And immediately receive it with gladness. Verse 17. And have no root in themselves. But this word is not taking root. It's all surface. Read. And so endure, but for a time. Go ahead. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises, for the word's sake. For the word's sake. Affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake. Go ahead. Immediately, they are offended. I'm not going to go through that. I got to do what? I got to give a what? I'm not going to. Hell no. Immediately, they are offended. Reading on. Mark chapter 4, verse 18 reads, And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. Such as what? Hear the word. Such as hear the word. Go ahead. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches 
and the lust of other things entering in choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Come on, I mean, I, 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 damn. Maybe I'm the only one tripping on this. You know, I, 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 I will, I, I will, I will give leeway to that. Maybe I'm the only one saying these scriptures this way. Maybe I am the only one seeing these scriptures this way and connecting these dots. But it says, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word. And it becometh unfruitful. I'm not willing to lose my manner of living, my conduct, and what gives me happiness. And, and again, what was uh, definition verse tw- definition number twenty? The was, enjoyment. Uh, if you got it, read it. I got it. Timed out on me, but. Bring it up I remember it says of uh, the enjoyment the enjoyments of life or the enjoyments or blessings of life of the present life the enjoyments or blessings of the present life the enjoyments or blessings of the present life. So, brothers and sisters, this, this is what I, I, I challenge myself with. Am I really losing my life for, for Christ's sake and the Gospels? Or am I at the point where I'm just getting so offended at having to change, having to submit? And, and, and am I so... I don't want to say ignorant. Am I so cold-hearted that Christ, that I, I'm going to let this come in my head. No, Christ went through that so I don't have to. And it, it, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, bro. It would, it would be selfish, right? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kind of throwing it out there. Yeah, that, that Christ had to go through what he had to go through, and we can read about the prophets and the disciples and and and, and all that they've had to go through. The servants of God had to go through, but now for me to have to put my put that same thing on the line, I, no. In my sense of judgment and justice, that's not fair. Now, so I write that I got to go through these things because I've been through so much already. I'm not going through that. Christ had to go through it. The apostles had to go through it. But no, not me. Is, is, is am I really dealing with justice? Then? Am I really dealing with fairness? Or am I really stuck on my own sense of self righteousness?
things that make you go, hmm. Let's go back to Mark chapter 8, verse 35, sir. Fine. <clears throat> Mark chapter 8 and verse 35 reads, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. These are the words of Christ. We're going to read the words of Christ and Prince of Precepts together. Because that's all we're doing. Reading on, verse 36. Um, Mark chapter 8 and verse 36 reads, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And brothers and sisters, we, we, we've gone through this. If you've ever been with us through our John 316 breakdown, of understanding that, let, let's, let's do it real quick. Let's do it real quick. Um, we're in Mark, right? Chapter 8. Right. And verse 36. Call. When we look up the word world again from the Webster's we have 22 23 24 different definitions for the word world um, I'm sorry, but your, your, your phone is really freaking up. Oh, okay. Um, there it goes. Yeah, it, it's 24. 24. Um, which one did you... I mean... <laughs> there's, there's, there's 24, so which one did you want me to read? I guess you started night nineteen. Kind. Of. Uh, the definition of world um, in the uh, Webster's Dictionary, eighteen twenty-eight, reads of uh, the carnal state or corruption of the earth as the present evil world, the course of this world. Wow the ungodly part of the world. That's definition number 20. Read verse Time. Number 13. Okay. Number 13. 13. The customs and manners of men. 
the practice of life. So what does a man uh, profit if he gains the whole world or the, the customs or he gains the customs or manners of men? Um, the practice of life. <laughs> the practice, this, this is my life. This is, as we go into the definition of, of, of life, um, this is where I find my happiness. This is where I find my blessings. So what does man profit if he gained the whole world or does you just get what, what makes you happy? And that don't have to be, again, a, a celebrity rock star um, seven zero uh, in your bank account type of lifestyle. It's just what makes you happy, the cares of this world, the desires of this world, choke the word, and the person becomes unprofitable because they got what they wanted. I'm, after, I'm just going for what makes me happy, the, the enjoyments of this present life. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, that's what I'm gaining. That's what I'm after. That's my goal. Sorry, nine, nine, nine is good too. <laughs> uh, I'm saying say again. Uh, definition nine. Read it. Says, a, a great multitude or quantity. Um, as as a world of business. A world of charms. I, I'm with you that. Bring it out. Bring it out. No, I mean, you know, in, in the gain the whole world, you know, w what profit is it that you gain all of the all of the all of these things, all of these worldly things, all of this all of this money, all of the great multitude, the quantity, you know, all the all the pleasures and charms of the world. If you lose, you, you know, you, you lose your 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 soul. You don't you don't Chuna. find you don't, you don't find Christ. Chuna. You know, and those riches they just talking about rock star status, wealth. Right. They're not talking about having Johnny Depp type money where you go buy your own island. Is whatever a person finds their own conduct or manner of happiness. I'm not willing to give this up. As if Christ being on the cross would made him happy. As if the disciples having to forsake everything actually made them happy. This is probably going to be the last one for today. To help, if I can help bring this out. Let's go to Luke chapter 14. Let's start at verse 14. And this Luke, probably be our last bit for today. Uh, Luke chapter 14 and verse 14. Verse 15. Verse 15 reads, And when one of them that sat at meat 
with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of the Most High, or in the true kingdom enough. of God. True enough. That's true. Um, that person who that eats bread in the kingdom of the Most High is going to be blessed. That, that truly is a blessing. Let's read on. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. So, the, 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 so the, the, this person that was with Christ made a reference to bringing bread in the kingdom of God. Make it to the king that that person is going to be blessed. So right behind that statement, Christ says, you know what? A certain man made a great supper and invited many. Go ahead. And sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, come, for all things are now ready. All right, cool. The supper's ready. Um, we're having this feast. And y'all know we're having the feast. Y'all know. Now everything's ready, man. Y'all come. It's time. Everything's ready now. Go ahead. Uh, Luke chapter 14 and 18 reads, And they all, with one consent, began to make excuses or uh -oh. excuse. So everybody that, that was bidden, everybody started making excuses about why now they can't come to this thing that they know is being prepared. They know that, it, that it, 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 a lot of time and effort has been put into this, and it's time for it now, but everybody began to make excuses. Go ahead. And the first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. Uh-oh. I just got a piece of ground. I know you're saying that, that that supper and everything, is that feast is ready, but, hey, I got something a little bit more important. I got another priority. You got to have me excused. I got. I must need. I need to go check out this ground. Starting to make excuses. I'm not willing to forsake or give up this thing I got over here because this ground. I just brought a new piece of ground. I got blessed, man. You know what I'm going to do with this ground? I just got some acres. I got to go check it out. Man, most I just bless you with this. I know you talk about the supper, but the most I just bless you with this. I got to go check it out. Go ahead. Uh, Luke chapter... Uh, 14 and 19 reads, and another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. I, I, got, I got something else going on that you, 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 I, that great supper and that great feast that you had going on, I got something more important. I just got five yoke of oxen. I have to go test them. I got to go break them in. I have to. Reading on? Time. Uh, Luke chapter 14 and verse 20 reads, And another said, I have married a wife, uh -oh. and therefore... Uh oh We know, and, who, and even the scripture says, uh, whosoever finds a wife finds a good thing, right? I mean, that is what the Bible says, right? You don't want me to go against scripture, do you? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
What verse are we in? Uh, we are in Luke chapter 14 and verse 20. So it reads, And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to the servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maimed and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men which were of my supper. And there went great multitudes with him. And he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yeah, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Brothers and sisters, I mean, we're still dealing with the same talk about, about what, what, taking a, a look at when Christ says to deny him, I'm hoping that this, 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 this series that we're going over is informative for everybody, as, as it is for me also as well of what it means to deny Christ from his perspective. Not from our own perspectives or, the, or the, the, the traditions or the conditioning that we've received of, um, that we received, but that we are taking a look at the mind of Christ, that we're taking a look at that his perspective, the a biblical perspective of where they're coming from where Christ talks coming from, where he talks about what it means to, to deny him, the, of what a person is willing or not willing to go through, what a person is willing to sacrifice or not sacrifice for Christ or for the gospel's sake. I, again, I'm, I'm not trying to offend nobody, but, but truth be, as we just read, there's going to be a lot of people offended at, 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 at topics like this. There's going to be a lot of people offended because this is not in league or in line with what they got set in their heart about what they think the kingdom hand is about or what they think this work is about or what they think uh, Christ is about. And now as, as the persecution and afflictions arise because of the word, are we going to make the choice to follow Christ and what he would do, WWJD, or is this going to be about my own desire, my own plan, my own manner and conduct of, of, of how I live, what I esteem, what I set up, what I have is happiness in my own heart. Am I going to keep 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 that, or am I going to really understand that this is? Am I going to make the choice to actually follow Christ, knowing that in doing so, my life is going to be hidden in Christ. So, I think there's a good good good, good stopping point. Whether um, about anything. In, 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 in any revelations, epiphanies, or announce anything, anything. Else. So the 
yeah so the so so the understanding that that i'm getting if if and 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 please correct me if 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 i'm getting the wrong understanding of on this this topic of denying christ um really is about change are you are you are you willing to change your from the from the definition that we you know the condition of the the my way the my way of life uh the way i get down <laughs> you know are you any any man that's not willing to change the way he gets down or the way he lives or his morals for for Christ's name's sake. Bottom line basics, um, the understanding is change. Change your change your life. To, to doing the works and following the examples, which includes the sufferings also that Christ went through, and being willing to to go through that, and being being willing to go through that, is change. Uh, so, bottom line, to deny Christ is to not change your life in living uh in the example and also be willing to go through the same suffering as uh as as christ went through no doubt no doubt cool but since we're going to end uh in today's class with that right there i do want to thank everybody who uh who's tuned in uh whether it's the live live show at area code 646-668-2568 or if you uh join us online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. Uh, or you might be catching uh, uh, one of the, uh, the library or archive shows. Uh, it is appreciated. Uh, today being Wednesday, uh, if I am correct, today is Wednesday. Um, please join any one of our, our classes with the ISBHBK network um, with either uh, ISBHBK San Antonio, uh, which has class tonight starting at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, or, again, this is Wednesday, or ISBHBK Houston uh, that has class also as well at ISBHBK Houston on YouTube as well. If you can visit one of the schools, please do. Um, and with that, uh, don't uh, please check uh, log in and check us out tomorrow night um, at uh, uh, ISBHBK Bible Talk with uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with Barnabas starting at 7 p.m. Uh, between seven and eight, because uh, because the brothers both definitely still on on the plantation. Uh, between right. seven and eight, Eric uh, code six four six 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 eight two five six eight, or www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mashaba. Please check us out. And then on Sunday, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That is Friday night. Brother, come on, say it again. I'm sorry, I, I messed it up. Well, I was I was just letting you know um, because you said tomorrow night. It, it's tomorrow night is Thursday night, so it's actually Friday night. That's Friday. Friday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Forgive me, brother. Sister. I, I'm saying I'm not even putting it together. Tomorrow's Thursday. So join us here at the same time tomorrow 
uh, 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. for uh, Tazapaz uh, for your information. Tomorrow's uh, Tazapaz for your information. And then come back on Friday nights uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. with uh, Friday Bible Breakdowns with Barnabas. The water for that question, bro, because I just told you to hack that up. All right. <laughs> Not a as many times as I've hacked up. Kind, <laughs> brother, kind, 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 kind. I'm a man with people who like, so we all good. We all good. Right. It's all in the rehearsal. <laughs> so for ISBHBK Bible Talk, uh, my name is Mashaba. Uh, my name is Gubar Kawa. And again, for ISBHBK Bible Talk, we would like to say Shalom. Israel, Yahweh our power, Yahweh is one.